Hello and welcome to episode 553 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Tuesday, June 6, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Tuesday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain a good death. O Mary, how shall I die? Even now that I think of my sins and of that decisive moment on which my salvation or eternal judgment depends, of that moment in which I must expire and be judged, I tremble and am confounded. O my most sweet mother, my hopes are in the blood of Jesus Christ and in thy intercession. O comfortress of the afflicted, do not then abandon me. Cease not to console me in that moment of so great affliction. If I am now so tormented by remorse for sins committed, the uncertainty of pardon, the danger of relapse, and the rigor of divine justice, what will become of me then? Unless thou helpest me, I shall be lost. Ah, my lady, before death, obtain me great sorrow for my sins, thorough amendment and fidelity to God during the remainder of my life. And when my last moment arrives, O Mary, my hope, help me in the great distress in which I shall then be. Encourage me that I may not despair at the sight of my sins, which the devil will place before me. Obtain that I may then invoke thee more frequently, so that I may expire with thy most sweet name and that of thy beloved son on my lips. Nay more, my lady, but forgive my boldness. Before I expire, do thou come thyself and comfort me with thy presence. Thou hast granted this favor to so many of thy devout servants. I also desire and hope it. I am a sinner, it is true. I do not deserve so great a favor, but I am thy servant, love thee, and have full confidence in thee. O Mary, I shall expect thee. Do not disappoint me of this consolation. At least if I am not worthy of so great a favor, do thou help me from heaven, that I may leave this life loving God and thee to love thee eternally in paradise. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them with love for thee. Amen. And from the Sacred Heart Book by Father F.X. Lassance for today, being the sixth day of June, we must not suppose that the apostolate of redemption ended on Calvary. The heart of Jesus exercises it continually upon our altars, St. Alphonsus Liguri. And from Cardinal Deschamps, the visit to the Blessed Sacrament is the practice of piety, which is most characteristic of the devotion to the Sacred Heart. The Holy Face of Jesus of the Veil of Veronica Prayers. Dear Lord, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer these prayers in reparation for the sins which most offend God in our times. Blasphemy, the profanation of Sunday and holy days and communism. Pater Noster, quies in celi, sanctificator nomen tuam, adveniat regnum tuam, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. The Golden Arrow Prayer. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most mysterious and unutterable name of God be praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells 
by all God's creatures and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. For the defeat of communists, Freemasons, and all revolutionary men, Eternal Father, I offer thee the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and all the instruments of his holy passion, that thou mayest put division in the camp of thy enemies. For as thy beloved Son hath said, a kingdom divided against itself shall fall. Eternal Father, we offer thee the holy face of Jesus, covered with blood, sweat, dust, and spittle, in reparation for the crimes of communists, blasphemers, and for the profaners of the holy name and of the holy day of Sunday. Amen. God of goodness and Father of mercies, we beseech thee, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and by the intercession of the patriarchs and holy apostles, to look with compassion upon the remnant of Israel, so that they may come to a knowledge of our only Savior, Jesus Christ, and share in the precious graces of redemption. Amen. Today, friends, we are going to take a look at an article by Nicholas Cavazos from 1peter5.com, this being the month of June, June 6th. Let us remember the fallen from D-Day, my Grandpa Stanton, Remigius Martin Stanton, may he rest in peace, was uh, landed, I should say, at, uh, in France. D-Day plus eight, he was wounded at the Battle of the Bulge on Christmas Eve, 1944. Let's remember all the fallen from every war ever, and let us pray for an end of war. Let's say a Hail Mary right now for the end of all wars and the repose of the souls who've died in battle. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus, benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et honor mortis nostri, amen. So this article published today, the 6th of June, 2023 at 1 Peter 5, is five steps to unite the clans for the Sacred Heart in June. America is at war. Our once great and prosperous land now finds itself on the brink of moral and societal collapse. On every side, the faithful Catholic finds himself surrounded by wickedness, whether it be the immorality that companies and politicians try to push on our society, or whether it be the sin that fills our daily television shows. One is want to ask himself if he lives in a spiritual Sodom or in a hedonistic Babylon. Divorce and, quote, remarriage has wrecked millions of homes. Contraception is twisting and corrupting the marital act. We daily see armies of young people marching down the streets of our once proud nation, holding up signs and flags that promote degenerate causes. Sodomy and transgenderism, properly called transvestitism, have now taken over every area of our public life. From entertainment and healthcare to education and even grocery stores, the wicked ideology and degrading lifestyle of the sons of Sodom are promoted. Our historical monuments are being torn down while the rainbow flag is being lifted high. Communists and leftists are taking over school boards and libraries and introducing the youth to Marxist propaganda and sexual deviance. Where once a child could go to a library to read, they no longer see after-school book clubs going on, but satanic drag shows that promote gender confusion. Demonic after-school clubs are now being opened while Catholic schools are closing. While Catholic churches close in mass numbers, satanic imagery is being ushered in on courthouse lawns and in popular entertainment. 
Religion and God-fearing patriotism have fallen by the wayside. Long gone are the days where Eucharistic processions were common. Now pride parades fill the streets. What has become of the land of our fathers? The land of Washington and Hamilton, the land of Lewis and Clark, the land of cowboys and Davy Crockett, the land that built large churches and raised holy families, the land that promoted virtue in its public schools and sought to bring honesty and decency to a man's life. The America of Mayberry innocency is gone. Instead, it has become a spiritual and physical land of immorality. What can the Catholic Church do about this cultural apostasy? The Catholic Church in America and around the world since the disastrous fallout of Vatican II has been pulverized. No longer are we to hear solid sermons from the average pulpit that call out the horror of sin as a transgression against a holy God. Rather, sin is only talked about in relation to how it affects man's dignity. Catholic school action only involves itself with charities that tend to the needs of the poor. You will not find very many priests or faithful of average parishes going out to rebuke this sin in our day. Only in traditional parishes and some conservative, traditional friendly parishes, do you see Catholic social action groups forming to combat the culture war that is being waged by the communists? I am a young person who desires to see America turn into a truly Catholic society. I desire that America embrace the social kingship of Jesus Christ. However, I recognize that this can only be done by the grace of God empowering holy men and women to stand up and change culture. This can only be done if we unite the clans. I recently marched in a traditional Catholic penitential procession that was protesting a satanic-themed drag show that was being hosted by a Protestant sect. The show was taking place in a small Texas town. Below, you'll hear from myself and some of the participants, and a link is given from YouTube. The left knows that if it can destroy the religious agrarian spirit that America has, in particular the South, then it can change America for its twisted Marxist ends. We also were blessed to have a personal letter of support from His Eminence, Bishop Athanasius Schneider, encouraging our group. Our group was made up of many traditional Catholics from various communities. Some were from the SSPX and some from diocesan TLMs. In case you don't know, SSPX stands for Society of St. Pius X and TLM stands for Traditional Latin Mass. Others had gone to fraternity and institute parishes. Uh, the young man's referring to the priestly fraternity of St. Peter and the Institute of Christ the King, Sovereign Priest. Some even from the local New Mass parish. However, rather than spending hours fighting amongst ourselves about our differences, we worked together for one goal, that the sacred heart of Jesus would be king of our small Texas town. We did not say, is not the SSPX in schism? We did not say, does not the FSSP compromise too much? We did not act like YouTube Catholic apologists that waste their time on such trivial issues. Rather, we joined hands and prayed the rosary. Well, I beg to differ here on that. The SSPX being in schism or not is not a trivial issue, but the SSPX most certainly is not in schism. And we've been through that many, many times. Please check out Kennedy Hall's book, SSPX, the defense for more. The article continues. 
There were 40 or 50 of us, and we marched down the street chanting the Ave Maria. People stopped and watched us. Some even approached me and thanked me for what we were doing. Others honked their horns in support. The few supporters of the sin of Sodom fled from before us. How did we pull it off, and how can you do the same? Step one, do some reconnaissance. Many, particularly in conservative rural America, would be surprised at how many wicked events are being attempted. With prudence, type in a search engine the name of your town and then put the term pride or abortion or satanic after. You will find many events and websites that will be going on where you can protest against. And if I could jump in here, I think we might have normalcy bias in our culture. We seem to think that, well, you know, things are kind of going along okay where I live. Well, the author's right. There could be, you know, the next town over um, an abortion clinic where you can prayerfully pray the rosary outside or one of these horrific satanic events that are taking place. Obviously, abortion is satanic. It is demonic. But there is a small but concerted effort in our society to do as much evil as possible. And too many of us, and I put the blame on myself first and foremost, aren't doing enough about it. And saying, no, I don't want an abortion clinic near me. No, I don't want some sort of satanic festival or after-school satanic club going on anywhere near where I live. Get out there and protest. Run for your local school board. Dr. Taylor Marshall is running for president, and that's wonderful. But we also need good Catholic men to run for governor, to run for state legislator, run for the mayor of your town, run for your local school board. Think locally, act locally. As Dr. Brian McClanahan says, I don't know if he's Catholic or not, but that's the subsidiarity approach. That's a Catholic approach. Think locally, act locally. What's going on in my town? What's going on in my village? How can I promote good and fight evil right where I live? In my family, amongst my friends, in my local community. Step two, organize at your parish. Once you find out that an evil event is going on, organize at your parish among like-minded people. Get a group of about 10 and then have them all publish information of your counter-protest online and to others. Ask other parishes if you can put up your flyers at their parish. Ask groups like the TFP, Tradition, Family, Property, and America Needs Fatima, to come out and protest with you. Reach out to online social media accounts that fight immorality and ask them to publicize your event. Step three, drop the right-wing purity test. The right has a similar problem that the left does. The problem is one of sectarian strict adherence to a ridiculous point. While there are certainly important issues that separate the SSPX and the FSSP or between traditionalists, Catholics, and conservatives, or even Catholic and non-Catholic conservatives, none of these issues should prevent us from working together in mutual charity for the common good of a moral society. If a person goes against the teaching of the divine and moral law, then that is one thing. However, they do not consider working together. Step four, make signs and read up on your apologetics. It is important for those who are going to go on the street for the cause of Christ to know their apologetics. The goal of street demonstrations is not just to fight wickedness, but to convert the lost and destitute. So you must know your Catholic faith well. If you don't, then start studying a good traditional catechism. And one that I can recommend 
uh, is an explanation of the original Roman Catechism. A foreword is written by Father Chad Ripiger, and it's available from Mediatrix Press. And I'm going to look up the title of it right now. I usually have it um, in the room where I'm recording with me. One moment, please. Anyway, uh, it's an explanation of the Catechism of the Council of Trent, which was published in uh, 1899 by Father Francis Spirago. And I believe it is called the Catechism Explained. By Father Francis Spirago. And it's just an excellent, excellent reference. And there are other, of course, there are other good catechisms. The Baltimore Catechism, uh, Great Little Catechism is the Catechism of St. Pius X also. And um, just get your hands on pre-Vatican II stuff. And that's definitely going to help you in studying the faith and explaining it to friends, to family members, to even people who are anti-Catholic. No one is beyond God's grace. The specific title of the book is The Catechism Explained. An Exhaustive Explanation of the Christian Religion by Father Francis Spirago. And it's available uh, from Mediatrix Press at mediatrixpress.com, M-E-D-I-A-T-R-I-X-P-R-E-S-S.com with the foreword from Father Chad Ribiger. Excellent, excellent catechism. I highly recommend it. Step five from the article, Entrust Everything to Jesus Through Mary. When you go out and march, only do so with much prayer and entrusting of yourself to God. Excuse me, to God. We cannot fight this battle for God without God. No deed of God is fought today without the help of Mary. So give yourselves to the sacred and immaculate hearts. So ends the article. And of course, I would also add the most chaste heart of St. Joseph. There's so much we can do. There's so much we can do to glorify God. And don't feel overwhelmed by everything that's happening in the world. And you see, oh my goodness, it's just widespread acceptance of contraception and pornography and abortion and homosexuality and now the transvestitism stuff and satanic clubs for kids and it's like <laughs> you, you think to yourself the world has gone mad and in many ways it has but that's what sin does when there are too many people embracing sinful lifestyles and that's what we've had in the world for the last several decades we're at a tipping point okay but we know that ultimately the Lord is permitting this evil to happen in order to draw a greater good from it. So don't get overwhelmed. Like I stated earlier, think locally, act locally. 
Focus on personal holiness, number one, what you can do in your small little sphere of family, friends, and in your local community. If they're thinking about opening up an abortion clinic anywhere near where you live, write your congressman, write your mayor. If they do, in fact, open it, get out there and protest. Write letters to the editor. Say, we don't want this baby-killing center anywhere near us. Write letters to the editor if there's a satanic event happening anywhere near where you live. Get active on social media. Use it for something good. Promote the Catholic faith. Promote the truth. Tell people how much our Lord Jesus Christ loves them. He loves them so much he doesn't want them to live a hedonistic lifestyle that's going to make them miserable both in this life and the next. You know, the pleasure we get from sin eventually goes away, oftentimes instantly, and then the guilt comes in and the physical and mental repercussions of that sin manifest themselves. Thank God for the sacrament of reconciliation. If you've fallen into mortal sin, run to the nearest confessional. Make an appointment if you have to. If you can't wait until Saturday, it's so important. Like Gilbert Keith Chesterton said when he was asked why he converted to the Catholic faith, to have my sins forgiven. There is nothing more important than that. And the only place you have the assurance that your sins are forgiven is in the Catholic Church when you hear those words of absolution from the priest who's acting in persona Christi. Jesus loves you. He does not want you to live a sinful lifestyle. He wants you to live a virtuous lifestyle so you can have a joy-filled existence in this life and be happy with him and all of his angels and saints for eternity. Heaven is unlike anything we can possibly imagine. It is pure bliss. There is no suffering, no anger, no hatred, no sadness ever again. That's what we want. We want to live in perpetual bliss with our Lord and Our Lady and St. Joseph and everyone we love. We don't want anyone to be lost. So we have to live righteous lifestyles. We have to repent and believe in the gospel. We have to trust in God's grace alone for our salvation. Let us conclude, my friends, by mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo hyphen soma.org. That's H-A-L-O hyphen soma.org. I also want to mention episodes 277 and 548. That's 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. The first features an interview of my wonderful sister and wonderful niece by yours truly. The second, I'm reading from an interview that Toby and Brielle did with Word on Fire about RPM which is an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. Communication is a human right, friends. Imagine how frustrated you would be if you couldn't communicate your hopes, your dreams, your fears, even what you would like to have for breakfast in the morning. Very basic things, your favorite color, your favorite book, that is the suffering, that is the struggle that non-speakers go through. And just like 
Sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough for the deaf. RPM has become a revolutionary breakthrough for non-speakers by the grace of God to be able to knock down that wall of silence and be able to communicate with their family, with their friends, with the outside world. And they have a lot to share. My niece, Brielle, is a genius. She's a gifted composer. She's skilled at mathematics. She even knows other languages. She's never had her IQ tested, but I'm sure it is off the charts. She's a wonderful, kind-hearted young lady, and so is her sister. I'm very proud to be their uncles. Excuse me, very proud to be their uncle and to be their godfather. I made myself plural there, uncles. I don't know why. So please check out the website, listen to those episodes. We want to get this information out there to as many people as possible, help as many people as possible. And let's pray now for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you through the intercession of St. Raphael Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. The Memorare to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, Despise not my petitions, but in your goodness, hear and answer me. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the Immaculate Purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tu, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. Something else I wanted to mention, friends, the author of this article, Nicholas Cavazos, C-A-V-A-Z-O-S. There's a picture, um, there's not a caption, it's, I'm sure it's most likely him, of him and he's uh, has a rosary around his neck and a scapular and he's holding a sign that says, a rosary a day keeps Satan away. I thought that was fantastic. Almost Holy Trinity. I adore thee, my God, my God, I love thee in the most blessed sacrament. Virgo potens, ora pronobis, Sancti Osef, terra daimonem, ora pronobis, Sancto Raphael Archangeli, ora pronobis, in nomine Patris, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti, amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 553 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast in your charity Please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. Please give us a five-star rating and review at Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening to this if you believe Our Lady's podcast is worthy of it. Remember, it's her podcast. I am merely the host.
the very sinful, fallible host. She is the Lord's masterpiece, and she is perfect in every way. But above all else, offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. They really need your help. They're under attack from the demons every single day. Goodbye, and God love you.